0: Chapter 59 of The Wyvern Mystery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Wyvern Mystery by Joseph Sheridan Lefanu. Chapter 59 An Old Friend. I'm going now to describe the occurrences of a particular evening. ON WHICH MY YOUNG FRIEND DRANK TEA AT Stanlake FARM, WHICH WAS THE NAME OF THE HOUSE WITH THE OLD GARDEN, TO WHICH I HAVE INTRODUCED THE READER. A LIGHT SHOWER HAD DRIVEN THE PARTY IN FROM THE GARDEN, AND SO THE BOY AND AMY WERE AT THEIR NINE PINS IN THE GREAT HALL. WHEN THE DOOR BEING OPEN, A GENTLEMAN RODE UP AND DISMOUNTED, PLACING THE BRIDLE IN THE HAND OF A GROOM WHO ACCOMPANIED HIM a tall man he was with whiskers and hair dashed with white and a slight stoop he strode into the hall his hat on and a whip still in his hand hello so there you are and how is your ladyship said he skittles by the law bravo two down by jove i'd rather that young man took you in hand than i and tell me "'Where's Allie?' "'Mama's in the drawing-room,' said the young lady, "'scarcely regarding his presence. "'Now play. It's your turn,' she said, addressing her companion. "'The new arrival looked at the boy and paused till he threw the ball. "'That's devilish good, too,' said the stranger. "'Very near the nine, eh? "'But a miss is as good as a mile, "'and I don't think he's quite as good as you.' And she's in the drawing-room? Which is the drawing-room? Don't you know the drawing-room? Well, there it is. And the young lady indicated it with her finger. My turn now. And while the game was pursued in the hall, the visitor pushed open the drawing-room door and entered. And how is Miss Allie? Oh, Harry, really. Myself as large as life. "'You don't look half-pleased, Allie. "'But I have nout but good news for you today. "'You're something richer this week than you were last.' "'What is it, Harry? Tell me what you mean.' "'So I will. You know that charge on Carwell? "'A hundred and forty pounds a year? "'Well, that's dropped in. "'That old witch is dead. "'You might have seen it in the newspaper, if you'd taken one.' Bertha Velderkaust, no love lost between ye, eh, oh, Harry, Harry, don't said poor Alice, pale and looking intensely pained. Well, I won't then, I didn't think twould vex you, only you know what a head devil that was, and she's dead in the old place, Hoxton. I read the inquest in The Times. she was all it was drinkin. I think she was a bit mad. She and the people in the back room were always quarreling, and the father's up for that, and forgery. But twasn't clear how it came about. Some swore she was out of her mind with drink and pitched herself out of the window, and some thought it might have been that chap as went in to rob her, thinking she was stupid. And so there was a tussle for it. She was main strong you know. And he chucked her out. Anyhow she got it awful, for she fell across the spikes of the area rails, and she hung on them with three lodged in her side. The mad dog-fox she was. Oh, Harry, how shocking! Oh, pray don't, exclaimed Alice, who looked as if she was going to faint. Well, she lay there without breath enough to screech, "'twistin' like a worm for three hours, it's thought. "'Oh, Harry, pray don't describe it. "'Don't, I implore. "'I feel so ill.' "'Well, I won't, if you say so. "'Only she's smashed and cold in her wooden cert-out. "'And her charge is reverted to you now, "'and I thought I'd tell ye. "'Thank you, Harry,' she said very faintly. "'And when did you come here?' I only heard this morning, asked Harry. Five weeks ago. Do you like it? Ain't it plaguy lonesome? I like the quiet, at least for a time, she answered. And I'm thinking of getting married. Upon my soul, I am. What do you think of that? Really? Sure as you're there, but it won't be none of your love matches. Bring something less, along with the... If thou intend to live with me. That's my motto. Sweetheart and honeybird keeps no house, I've heard say. I like a body that can look after things, and that would rather fund fifty pounds than spend a hundred. A nice wife and a back door hath made many a rich man poor. As they say, and besides, I'm not a young fellow no longer, "'I'm pushing sixty, and I should be wise. "'And who's the little chap who's playing Skittles with Annie in the Hall? "'Oh, that's such a nice little boy. "'His father's name is Henry, and his mother's been dead a long time. "'He lives with a good old woman named Marjorie Trevelyan. "'What's the matter, Harry?' "'Nothing, I beg your pardon. "'I was thinking of something else, and I didn't hear. "'Tell me now, and I'll listen.' So she repeated her information, and Harry yawned and stretched his arms. For what a company, welcome trumpery! And I must be going now. I wouldn't mind drinking a glass of sherry, as you're so pressing. For I've had a stiff ride and dust drouthy. So Harry, having completed his visit, characteristically took his leave, and mounted his nag and rode away. End of Chapter Fifty Nine.